Hey, Andrew. Hey, what's up, Riley? Uh, do you want to do a podcast? Sure, but what should it be about? I've got this great suggestion here, and I'm super excited to break out into it. Uh, Hit me. Googio. Like, like Googio. So I got a pitch here. This one comes to us from Pango. Riley, why have you done this to me? Why have I done what to you? I, a Googio is the grossest sentence. Like, <laughs> it's the worst word I've ever heard. <laughs> Secondly, you mentioned the fact that you've been watching the world's worst anime about a no. young child playing a card game, no. and that is all our mentions have been for the past week. Oh, oh, Andrew, I am so excited that I get to share this with you. So I... Pangalactic writes in, it's Chris B. Loot the Room, and says, a podcast where you take an unsolved mystery, solve it, catch the culprit, then host a This Is Your Lifestyle intervention with them where you show them where they went wrong and how to get away with it next time. So this is, am I the culprit? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> this is, <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm doing to you right now. Uh, here's where you fucked up, and it's by saying the phrase Jaden Yuki into a microphone. <laughs> I haven't said the phrase Jaden Yuki into a microphone. You said it before I did. So, <laughs> that is... No, you've activated my trap, Andrew. <laughs> how do I delete a podcast mid-recording? <laughs> hey, Google, how do I delete a podcast feed? Wrap it up, we're done. <laughs> no, so this pitch... This pitch is... This is serial, except... We're the bad guys. Serial's already the bad guys, first off. But I have no continue. idea about it. But uh, So have you... I know you don't watch The Venture Bros, but there is an episode... Uh, there, there's a character in The Venture Bros called... Uh, it's Dr. Henry Killinger. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I, that sounds and, familiar. And he uh, is basically like a villain consultant. Um, <laughs> he comes in and like teaches villains how to be better villains. Okay. That's what we're doing here. Uh, we are a true crime podcast that like figures out who did it, and then we sit them down and be like, "Hey, bud, you uh, you left DNA. You <laughs> you you understood this directly differently than I did because I thought we sat them down and said, "Hey, we we know you did this, but let's talk about why, and let's really dig in here." I thought we were helping people. <laughs> But instead, we are helping them the bad we way. We are. We're helping them the bad way. We're gonna. We're going in. We're gonna get to the heart of the issue. We're gonna be like, "Hey, bud, you murdered two people uh, in a park. That sucks. Uh, and I'm sorry that you did it. Why did you do it? And how can we make it so that you don't get caught next time?" <laughs> you see, again, I'm with. I was with you for so long. There, <laughs> we're we're helping people. <laughs> Well, I guess I guess we have to we have to really kind of consider: is are they a good murderer? Like, are they like taking? They out... will be by the time we're done with them. That's true. That's true. Like those people in the park, they were chill. Like you didn't need to do that. But what if we took that anger and we pointed it at the right directions? Well, I mean, if you do that, they're probably going to get caught in the future then, because it's like you're targeting the rich and whatnot. Like I'm <laughs> saying that we need to like really drill down and be like, how do we optimize this? <laughs> okay, so you. But see now you're looking at it with that with with uh with Andrew and I'm sorry to I'm sorry to accuse you of this. You're looking at this with a tech energy now where we are optimizing without any sense of morals. We can optimize yeah. and mix in morals here. 
So I work in quality assurance. That's what I do. I just uh, take what is given to me and I just refine it down to a nice paste. Um, yeah, I'm saying that like basically every one of our episodes could be a season of Dexter. <laughs> now that I've sufficiently alienated our entire audience, um, mm-hmm. what do you have for me? Well, first I want to name that podcast, and I and I, do, I do think it is Murder Quality Assurance. <laughs> murder QA. Murder She Wrote Voice, Murder QA. Murder She Edited. <laughs> uh, I have uh, here a uh, a suggestion from my uh, my friend, my friend, uh, what, what, it's my friend Colin, but their Twitter handle name is Wall. Pergy's Fect Birch. Or oh, them. I, okay. Yes. Uh, this says Mountain to Table Podcasts is the name of the podcast. Mountain to Table Podcasts. Mountain to Table? Yes. Mountain to Table. You know Farm to Table? I am aware of it. Mountain to Table. So this is us trying to figure out which rock is the most extravagantly delicious one. Mm-hmm. This is... Hi. My name is Riley. This is my friend Andrew. We're both hi. Gorons. And mm-hmm. we're here to eat... <laughs> rocks and these are podcast rocks um num 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 <laughs> wait are so we're in the in the podcast minds are our minds located in a mountain uh well where does an ethically sourced podcast come from riley Ooh, this is an important question that ties into the 10 minute conversation we had off air mm-hmm. what is an ethically sourced podcast an ethically sourced podcast is by at one or more person one or more persons who mm-hmm. are like I think it would be fun to talk about this thing that I like or to create this thing that I like. Those people then get together, argue about which one of them is going to edit, and then one of them edits. And then yeah. from there, they start to create this thing, and four people listen and really like the show. That's and, really about as ethically as you can source a podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything more from there, and it starts getting... You start having to like close your eyes at bits. But but that is I mean, an ethical podcast. So I I I made a rap about Lin Manuel Miranda rapping about Jeffrey Epstein in the third episode of our podcast. Are we no longer ethically sourced? Because my eyes were not open during that bit. Now see, I do think I think we are still ethically sourced because that is that is not every plant is pretty. You know, you know how you get sure. those, like um, you get the like the people who send you like, hey, we've sent you the fu- the, the fucked up vegetables. Sure. This is the potato. They, they, what they sucks. taste better, but you don't want to look at them. I get it. Uh huh. And that's we're that. <laughs> we are that. We're 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 the ugly produce of podcasts. That's how I've been describing myself since high school. So this is perfect. I get it now. <laughs> the ugly produce. Don't call us a pod deuce. <laughs> um. <laughs> Mountain to table. Okay, okay, okay. Mountain to table. So uh, I think so... that this is like, this is, if we are looking to like ethically source in this way, I, I go with that idea and kind of mm-hmm. move out from there. I think what it is, is we are finding people who want to start podcasts and do not have the means to. And we just set them up and say, go. You know what I mean? So we're doing a Ty Pennington style extreme podcast makeover. Yes, we are. We, we are trolling through, um, looking for the, the finest mountain recesses to mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. Um, 
the the worst sounding podcast that's got a core and then yes. we're gonna go in with that uh <laughs> with that henry killinger energy but for podcasts mm-hmm. not for mm-hmm. murder not for murder <laughs> okay and we this roll up bankable. we roll up we roll up to their house we have a bus and the bus says pot the the, the bus says uh mountain to table and it's got our faces on it and mm-hmm. we get out and uh, they're like, who are you? And we're, we show them a video of somebody who likes them a lot or maybe a concerned family member that's like, yeah, they do. They go into their room and record for three hours every Saturday. And uh, He talks directly into his, into his laptop and uh, uses the onboard mic from the laptop to record his own audio. Mm-hmm. And we listen and we look sad and like when we talk to them about what they want, what their goals are for the podcast, like what, what in a dream world they would want. And then we go out, we, we send them away. They go, they go on a vacation. (laughs) And then we spend the next three weeks in their room, fitting it up to be the finest podcast studio. And we like edit it. We go back through their old episodes and we, we, we clean it up. We get them back in to record a new episode. And we got you a special guest. That's right. It's Clay Matthews, the wrestler. That's the first person I can that's, think of for some reason. That's your go-to podcast guest host? I don't know, but my brain emptied of every person. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the faucet turn on and just pour out. It's no, time to record your new podcast. Here's a wrestler. No, never oh, Clay yeah. Matthews. Clay Matthews the third is a football player. What? Yeah, I don't know where this came from, dude. Okay, so I'm imagining that we're we're doing like an extreme home makeover, except we're just doing a tiny corner in their bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, where we say, "Here's a table. Here is um, a microphone that's like a step up from a blue yeti. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one of these little Iron Maiden things that like you put around the microphone to block out the sound that I'm not <laughs> sure actually works, but I own two of." Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Here's a pop filter. We haven't needed pop filters since the the 50s, but here you go. Um, (laughs) And now we're here saying, great, uh, now you can record your podcast. And they're like, well, we don't have content. And we're like, it's a podcast. You don't need that. Just talk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We give them the courage they need to keep going. Exactly. We record a few confessionals. We do take a sledgehammer to their old equipment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we invited everyone in the neighborhood to come in and just destroy their old equipment. Yeah, at like two-thirds of the way through the episode, we will have a moment in each podcast where we say, bus driver, move that bus. And then uh, I go onto the bus and I drive it because we can't afford a third person <laughs> yeah, for exactly. this operation. We, we poured um, so much money into the, the specifics of this already. Yeah, and then we, we hear the noise of a bus pulling away and then just kind of a crowd standing in silence because they're just like, oh, was were we supposed to see something? And we're like oh it's in the bedroom um <laughs> it's, in, it's the bedroom exactly. come follow us i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we everyone this is a great idea mm-hmm. yeah it's Not- like the world's saddest makeover show <laughs> i i feel very positive about it <laughs> mountain to table podcast andrew what do you have for me right, i got one here for you uh it's time for your re-education uh this oh. is DMCA Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Mouse. <laughs> so is this is this do I get brainwashed? 
Riley, you know what? You've been fighting this for so long, and we need you to understand uh, it's inevitable. The mouse comes for all of us, and uh, there are only like five companies on this planet, um, and by the time we're done, it's gonna be four. (laughs) So, wait, are we trying to destroy the mouse or am i getting brainwashed by the mouse riley there is no destroying the mouse the mouse comes for us all okay so are we destroying apple google or amazon (laughs) why did you say or (laughs) oh so it's only the mouse lives riley this is the end state this is what we need we've got the superheroes on our side and soon we'll have everything else it's time for you to give up your worries and it's time for you to join us because otherwise, we'll just DMCA your podcasts. Are you, Andrew? Andrew, are you okay? Can you? <laughs> no, oh no, <laughs> Riley! The revolution will not be podcasted because uh, we'll flag that shit. We're coming, and you can't stop us. Oh, We're God. Disney. I didn't. I didn't notice that it happened. I'm looking at the camera right now. I didn't realize you were wearing the red overalls. <laughs> 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 shit! No, Andrew. God. Damn it. God damn it. So uh, what new podcast is Disney on, Riley? Uh, I... <laughs> what don't they own? I guess that's the thing, right? That's this what is, I'm saying. This is you slowly making your way through. And, 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 and I guess, no, Disney would never buy an indie podcast. They would simply make their own version, and it would become infinitely more popular, and they would be like, this little indie podcast is kind of trying to steal our thing, even though that one's been going for six years. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're going to do. They're going to, A, start their own side company. Disney podcasts will exist. Like, Mm -hmm. that company will exist within the next three years. Um, And and, or they're just going to buy Pinecast. You should sit on that URL. While you look that up, (laughs) I'm going to sit here and be like, so Disney releases a podcast called, um, it's called, um, my, my summer podcast is over and it's a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast and they get two just very normal looking dudes, um, just very blanket, like cishet white dudes. Hey Riley. Yeah. I'm sure this is a great idea. DisneyPodcast.com is already owned by the Walt Disney Corporation. It's coming. Fuck. 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 So, uh, we're going to take... So, what they're going to do is they're going to buy, like, Pinecast, and they're going to say, great, we own all of the podcasts now. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Snap, snap, time to start taking things down. Um, You know how the RIAA started really cracking down on Twitch? And Twitch is like, well, nothing we can do about that. Y'all can sort your shit out, because technically streaming isn't legal, but we host it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's going to happen. Oh, this is a this is a fucking episode we're doing today. <laughs> this is what happens when Andrew is at work until two a.m. Andrew, I have another suggestion to you by our good friend Jay, which is hi, I'm Kate Bush dressed like a bat. Um, uh-huh. that says, "What crime did this dog commit?" <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what crime did this dog commit? Send me a picture of a dog. Do you want the topical dog from today? Do you want the main character dog of today? Sure, I have no idea what dog you're talking about, so I'll take it. Oh, very good, very good, very good. Uh, I'm going to send you... (laughs) 
this right here. So I'm this already starting to see a problem with our format, which is that this is an audio medium. So I have to describe. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that they're making this. So uh, in this picture, we got a, uh, a little corgi on the left. Very cute. Mm-hmm. We've got one of those kind of gross looking, not quite a bulldog, but not quite a rat. Um, do you know what, what, what brand Boston of dog Terrier. that is? Boston Terrier. That's a Boston Terrier. And don't say brand of dog. I uh, the swear third one to is God. a bulldog, I guess. The fourth one's a pit bull. Um, not the rapper, the dog breed. Um, and then next to it, they've got a giant red friend. Uh, who clearly committed murder. How else do you get a dog that big and that red? People hate this dog, Andrew. I've been watching people de- like talk shit about this dog all day, and I'm at the point where I think people just hate seeing things in CGI. Because what is the matter? If you're making a story of Clifford the Big Red Dog, yeah. the dog will be big and red, correct? Yeah, the whole concept is look how big we made this dog. Yeah, and uh, Andrew, take a look at that at Exhibit A there for me. Is that dog not big and red? It's big and it's red. Does it have Clifford's iconic black nose? All dogs do. Not true. Does Clifford? Does it have Clifford's droopy ears? Again, most dogs do. Also wrong. <laughs> I know you're not a dog person, so I'm kind of setting you up for failure here. You really are. I'm. You're. I. I legitimately do not know if you think that a black nose and floppy ears are trademarks of Clifford or just dogs. They are not trademarks of Clifford, but many dogs of many different kinds of ears. But. That is Clifford to me. That is just normal-ass, basic Clifford. Stock Clifford. We can agree that many dogs have multiple different types of ears. We can agree on that point. <laughs> Why are you talking to me like we're in the middle of a vice presidential debate? <laughs> Where we're talking about the legitimacy of Clifford. I mean, I... Look, when people talked about the big red wave coming, I just didn't expect it to be Clifford. <laughs> I'm worried about this 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 format because the 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 show will be uh, nine times out of ten. So, not even nine times out of ten. Half the time, uh, the show will be me sending you a picture of a dog, and we will get a great description of a dog and um, an extravagant backstory for what that dog did. And then you'll send me a picture of a dog, and I'll be like, well, "This one kind of looks like a rat." Um, but it kind of doesn't. It's kind of like a, a half and half type of deal. Um, it's kind of a gross little dog fucker, and you'll get uh, very mad at me for saying that. <laughs> All right, so give me a different suggestion then for a podcast, because clearly this one will not work. Sure. Uh, enemy of the show, GM Jeff Stormer, says, A food slash romance yes. podcast where the hosts discuss the various culinary compromises and mid-meal food swaps they make oh. with their partners. Okay. All As right. an example, they always get their wife's salmon skin when she makes salmon, and I always give her the pickle from my sandwiches. Mandy doesn't like bacon, and so whenever I make bacon, I turn on the vents in the kitchen, and I have to I immediately wipe up the pan with a, a paper towel to make sure that the house doesn't smell like bacon all day, because she hates it. It causes a gag reflex. Okay. Uh, Sam does not like sausage, um, so I don't get to eat sausage. Oh, <laughs> that is a shame. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let me think. What's a, what's a pain in the ass thing about me? Um, I mean, Mandy does not get to drink any milk because I will slam an entire gallon of milk in a day and a half. Uh, this this grocery trip, we bought three gallons of milk, and I think she had a glass. Ugh. 
I don't I, I don't drink milk, which isn't really a compromise that we make because mm-hmm. she drinks more than enough for the both of us. But ugh, I can't imagine drinking milk like by choice. I got strong, muscular bones, Andrew. I'm good with my weak, fragile things, as long as I don't have to let the moo juice cross these lips. Um, I don't... I'm bad at leftovers. Um, Mm, I hate the idea of eating leftovers when I could just cook something else. Mm -hmm. Leftovers will sit in the fridge, and Uh it feels feels bad. It feels really, really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me think here. Let me think here. Um, I love I love ground beef. Like I do, just genuinely love ground beef because I was raised in Iowa, and so like that's just like a yeah. kind of a staple. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't eat that a lot because like red meat's not incredibly fucking healthy for you. And Mandy also doesn't like ground beef, so we tend to do a lot of chicken and fish, which is okay because I love both those things. But like that is a compromise of like oh I'll eat less ground beef, and that means I'm a healthier person. Our our compromise is that uh, Sam worries about. So Sam has described it as uh, she grew up with old parents, which means that she always got the low sodium versions of things because they were watching out for their hearts, which means that everything that she buys is bland. So Mm -hmm. I add a shitload of salt to it, making Uh it less healthy than it could have been if we just bought the regular kind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. don't know if that's technically a compromise, but it's what we do. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm trying to think of another thing. Because I, th- I know I have one that goes the other way, where it's a, a thing that I'm just a pain in the ass about that isn't leftovers. Because I used to be so much more picky, right? I used to be picky, so picky yeah. with food. And, like, I hit a point where I was like, if it's on a menu, it's good. Like, somebody somebody thinks it's good, and that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, I get that. <laughs> and, like, and, like, having hit that is super freeing and makes me feel, uh, like, uh, able to eat anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But, like, I am very much also the kind of person that doesn't get super affected by uh, bad combinations of – surprising combinations of food and or, uh, like, uh, drink. But I'm trying – that this is a bad segue, but I just now flash back to a time in college when we had just met each other. And I was feeling sick, and so Mandy was making made, – made me lunch, which was very nice of her. And uh, she had never had a – she did, she was her family doesn't put but does didn't put butter on a lot of things. Okay, and like as an Iowan, I I load things up with butter. Yeah, but it I flows through the veins. But I got a, yeah, I got a peanut butter sandwich, and I took a bite, and I was like, "My love, did you put butter on this peanut butter sandwich?" <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, don't you like it that way? Is that the thing you do?" And I was like, "No, no, it is not the thing you do." Cool. <laughs> it was so because like. She saw me put butter on like a cold meat sandwich because I do that because that's like a normal thing. You butter the bread. I'll challenge that, but okay. <laughs> I, I I don't do that, but I accept it. <laughs> I can see where you're coming from, even if I think it's wild. <laughs> this um, is a great idea for a podcast. Important question: Do you? This is this is the rest of the episode. Um, <laughs> do you? You're out to eat at a restaurant. Yeah, and. Uh, you've got your eye on a thing on the menu that you want to get and mm-hmm. you've got like two or three side choices or two. It's not like you, you're yeah. not right or die for this meal mm-hmm. and it comes time to order and somebody else orders the thing that you want to get. Do you still uh, order it or do you swap to something else? Is it my, cause here's the thing. If, if I am out at a place to eat, if I'm out, if I'm out getting stuff, like if Mandy's not there, 
then I will just, I will, I will commit. I will get the thing I'm going to get. But if Mandy's there, then we have a bargaining system where it's like, okay, I'm going to get this. What are you going to get? And then like, cause we're obviously going to eat half of each other's food Mm -hmm. more often than not. But I am fine with somebody going like, oh, I will get uh, the, I will get the chicky tendies and fries. And I'll go, I will also have the chicky tendies and fries. See, I can't do that. Really? Why not? If someone, it, it feels like a waste of an order. But, like, you're not going to get any of their food. You're not going to, like, be like, oh, may I please sample your burger? I'm aware of this, but it feels like, uh, I don't know. There's something about me that, like, if someone else orders a thing at a restaurant, my brain goes, okay, I can't order that. Um, because that's can, someone else's food. Can I part the part, part the veil to the kitchen really quickly and tell you what it's like to get multiple orders that are the same thing? Oh, I used to work in food service. I'm oh. aware that, like, if I go back to the kitchen and I say, hey, I want four hamburgers that are all the same with the same toppings, um, they openly weep onto the grill. Um, <laughs> They're so happy. They yeah, are... <laughs> I, I, I've been in food service. I know how much nicer it is to get the same order than to get different orders. Um, I'm just telling you that my brain is broken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This makes sense to me. This is fair. Um, a, <laughs> what do you think about biscuits and gravy? Um, overrated. Really? I I like I like it when it's good. Um, maybe I just it, don't get it in enough places where it's good. But I I do like biscuits and gravy is something I get at every breakfast place if if it's the first time I'm going because it's like how I judge a place you know what I mean like you can tell how good a breakfast place is going to be by either their pancakes or their biscuits and gravy for me it's hash browns hash browns oh, that's strong that's strong I don't know if I've ever had good hash browns while I was out before though um I find that like a diner is like if it depends I've never had like bad hash browns but like I feel like hash browns go from like medium to great Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I think they're they. I think they can be judged on that scale. Um. So this is our pilot episode for the show Dish Course, coming soon to the Orange Groves, led by uh, Jay. No, uh, no. This is this is interdictional. Our competitor podcast to Dish Course. You're right. Uh, we release the day before Dish Course every week. <laughs> No, don't get us wrong. We are both still going to show up on Discourse, but Interdicial has just, just you know, we have that bigger reach. Hey, audience, come here for a second. Come in real close. Mm-hmm. Um, don't listen to anything that I say on Discourse. I am lying. Um, all of my true opinions will be on Interdicial, which is on the Podcast <laughs> Minds Podcasting Network. You heard it here first, folks. Got em. Got them. Got em. Got em. Got him. Hey, folks. Hey, what's up? Can I get a? Can I get a hi ho? Hi ho. That was a pause for you, the listener, to give me a hi ho. Oh good shit! Uh, is it my turn now? <laughs> no, no, no. We were all hi hoing together. Oh, oh, good. Okay, it. good. I was we're gonna say, oh no, I stepped on the audience's hi ho. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. They they got they had. There's plenty of time. They got. I it thought. Now. I kind of thought I was folks. I'm sorry. Oh no no it's okay it's okay it's okay. <laughs> Anyway, this, hi-ho. this is really gonna kill the end, <laughs> kill the energy <laughs> of the exit. <laughs> it's okay. I love talking over the outro. <laughs> <laughs>